Welcome to a Love Worth Dying For podcast, where we're finding hope in our marriages and families, verse by verse. We are Joseph and Janelle Banks. Now let's talk about it. How's it going? Thank you for checking out A Love Worth Dying For. This is episode 57 about what it takes to secure your home. This is Joseph. And Janelle Banks. Hope you've been having a great week. This has been a very interesting week (laughs) for our home, especially for me personally as a person who is a graphic designer and having storms in our city and you know, it almost kind of seemed like a metaphor for home life because in homes we have storms in our in our families and you know things that happen which causes turmoil and and struggle. Disruption. But, <laughs> disruption in services. Disruption in services. So we have disruptions in our home. Um, but if looking out today, it's a bright and sunny day. So you know. You know, though there there are storms in our life, it's a metaphor that you know the storms will pass. Like the Bible says, this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. So we know that even though they're here, they're here to make us stronger, and hopefully we can learn something from them. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what we're going to do with this episode, which will continue on fortifying our marriages. And this one is about securing our marriages. It's just other additional aspects of building our marriages, so we can protect them from outside influences, protect them from um, the devil, protect them from uh, divorce, protect them from instability. And I saying we won't have problems, like I was talking about the storm. You're going to have storms in our lives and we're going to have things that happen, whether internally or externally, that's going to shake our home, that's going to cause um, disruption, as Janelle said. <laughs> but we want to make sure that there are some things we keep in mind that will help us secure our home during these times, even before these times. These are things we should really be focused on. And our main scripture is one which Janelle gave me, and it was very interesting to read it, and it was out of Proverbs. And as we know, Proverbs are admonitions, encouragements, um, other words of wisdom for our lives as part of the wisdom literature of the Old Testament. And, you know, a lot of them are also great principles to live by. And the verse she gave me was from Proverbs 24. Actually, that whole um, chapter is yeah, a good... Yeah, I told you to read that whole chapter. <laughs> the whole chapter is good because it actually uses the home or the house as a metaphor in that chapter. And... And it was very interesting, especially when dealing with um, or dealing with our podcast, really trying to encourage and help uh, couples and looking at couples who may want to get married, trying to give them advice as to what to do to to to, to have a, a home that is um, secured uh, in Christ, really secured in Christ <laughs> and that glorifies God. Mm-hmm. So there are two parts of the verse in the beginning and the end that I want to read real quick. And then we'll kind of get into um, the points we're going to make and how we can apply those. It says in Proverbs 24, 1 through 4, Do not be envious of evil men, nor desire to be with them. For their minds devise violence, and their lips talk of trouble. By wisdom a house is built, and by understanding it is established. 
and by knowledge the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. And that was 1 through 4. And through 27, verses 27 through 34, it says this, Prepare your work outside and make it ready for yourself in the field. Afterwards, then, build your house. Do not be a witness against your neighbor without cause, and do not deceive with your lips. Do not say, Thus I shall do um, to him as he has done to me. I'll render to a man according to his work. I passed by the field of the sluggard and by the vineyard of the man lacking sense. And behold, it was completely overgrown with thistles. Its surface was covered with nettles, and its stone wall was broken down. When I saw, I reflected upon it. I looked and received instruction. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. Then your poverty will come as a robber, and your want like an armed man. Now, I know there's a lot of metaphor and a lot of um, descriptive writing, especially at the last part. But it's really talking about protecting your home so that things won't happen to it. So that the fortifications that you built won't rust, that they won't break down. And the first part, really, I saw three aspects of this of this home that's being built that I want to touch on. And those three aspects were um, words of love, um, understanding, and knowledge. And in those three parts, we'll kind of discuss a little bit. Um, but first, with words of love. Um, as children of God, children of God, um, the one who is love, and you hear people saying it all the time, well, God is love. <laughs> but because of that, we should always speak with humbleness and love, knowing we as a body represent Christ in all we say and do. And in 1 John 4, verses 7 through 12, it says this, Beloved, let us love one another, another. For love is from God, and whoever loves has, born, has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only son into the world, so that we might live, with, live through him. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation of our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever been, no one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. So that shows us about a love that we should have because of how this great God who created us loved us and was willing to send his son to die for us and the son was willing to give his life for us so these this love that is that is talked about in scripture that's something we should have individually but also as a couple that's something that we should have and that we should um, build our marriage on and because we're building our marriage on that we should always be mindful to speak um, to each other in loving ways it's something to think ahead of like before you get married but in your marriage that's something we should be mindful of that the same love that God shared with us we will continue to share with our spouse mm. what are your thoughts on that bit? it just kind of made me think back to um, Corinthians where it talks about love that you mm. know it's patient so like right. when when your spouse maybe doing something, saying something, um, you guys are disagreeing, 
you can be patient in knowing that I don't always either have to respond um, at a certain time or I don't have to always do something um, at a certain time in response to what my spouse does, but sometimes patiently waiting. And the one thing I would advise for us to do, not only just waiting, but waiting with the Lord, um, taking all things to the Lord in prayer, because I think it's easier to wait when you know you're praying versus, okay, I really want to respond to something that's irking me, that's upsetting me, mm-hmm. um, but it may not be the moment in time. So right. um, I think the overarching theme that we're looking at today in this episode is looking at wisdom, knowing Um, And even for myself, I know with different relationships, with even for you, with our children, is knowing um, not only what to say, how to deliver it, but also the timing um, in what is appropriate at what time to deliver so that that we're constantly thinking of how can we honor God and Mm -hmm. honoring him by... um, being compassionate and considerate of the other person that we're relating to. It's very easy to just say, oh, I'm just speaking the truth. (laughs) But, you know, at the same time, are you really speaking the truth when you think about the attitude that you're bringing with it? Um, Is it it an attitude of pridefulness? Is it an attitude of, um, you know, arrogance. So Mm -hmm. is it a a attitude of concern and compassion as I bring that truth in love? Right. And that's something that we need to be mindful of. And that's something to always learn to add to your speech. And sometimes it takes a while, especially as long as you're married, sometimes you, you forget and you're, you're apt to just rely on how you just always talk. We have to always be mindful of how we speak to one another and remind ourselves that, you know, we're, we're speaking to an image bearer of God, that we're speaking to a, another child of God. We're speaking to, especially if we're Christians, you're speaking to a brother and sister of uh, in Christ. Like, she's my sister in Christ, I'm her brother in Christ. Mm-hmm. So, if we're knowing that that person was redeemed, um, just like we were redeemed, and neither one of us is perfect. Neither one of us um, did it on our own. That Christ had to save us. That we should then learn to love that person and speak with love to that person. And even when we have disagreements, understanding that it's just a disagreement. Um, it's not something that is 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 um, a detriment to our marriage. Right. It's just something that is it's a bump in the road. Right. So we need to continue to be mindful of that and exactly what Janelle mentioned in what she was saying which kind of ties these three points is that there through all of these points wisdom needs to be the key because mm-hmm. with wisdom which is something that God has, has given us it will allow us to understand when is it the right time to speak and sometimes we make we will make mistakes and sometimes right. you'll speak out a term or you'll speak out a character mm-hmm. but we should always be mindful um to to go back and um, apologize to to um, to ask for forgiveness to to tell the person what we were really thinking and we were come 
come to a better space or a better place in our head or as Neil said for a perfect timing to say things mm. so we need to be mindful of that all these things will show that not only that we love the person but that we care for them we, we, we desire the best for them and we desire to say the best things to them so that they can know and, and appreciate um, the love that we're giving to them mm. so after that um, and also there's another verse I want to just before we get to the next one um, in Ephesians 4, oh, okay. um, verses 11 through 16, it really hits another point with this idea of words of love. And I mainly want to hit um, verses um, 15 and 16 of Ephesians 4, but the entirety of 11 through 16 is, 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 a, is a good context of these last two verses. Okay, so Ele- Ephesians 4... 15 through 16 but speaking the truth in love we are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head even christ from whom the whole body being filtered and held together by what every joint supplies according to the proper working of each individual part causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love so we're actually building our our the body of Christ. But talking about in a home, you're talking about two aspects of the body. You're talking about the husband and the wife, these mm-hmm. two pieces, and we're definitely building and we're doing these things in love and and only they only be done through Christ. Right. And if you you can't do it on your own strength, your own accord. So we want to be mindful of that. And I thought that those verses kind of really Mm-hmm. show us how we should be speaking to one another and how we should be encouraging and building up one another rather than bringing each other down. Um, the next point is understanding. In the in the original verse in Proverbs, it was talking about how, um, you know, how by wisdom a house is built and by understanding it is established. Mm-hmm. So we need to have understanding. And I, I, I put that, you know, God blesses us with understanding of him and his word. His revealed word showcases his purpose and plan for our lives and our families. We learn how we should live in accordance to his love, love, excuse me, live in accordance to his word. Likewise, we should have understanding with our spouse. We should be open with them about ourselves and be willing to listen, empathize, and even forgive. Um, They are image bearers of God, like I said before, and like us, they aren't perfect. Um, But a perfect God put them put us together um, in our lives so we can live and serve him and others with us. Mm-hmm. So when we have understanding of God and, you know, we go back to this point of wisdom and when we have this, when we have God's um, wisdom in our, in our, in our hearts and our minds and we have an understanding of who he is and we have an understanding of who we are, we can better serve one another we can better help one another. We can better encourage one another um, in our home and others also because we are created to also serve mm-hmm. outside of our homes. But when we talk about within our home, mm-hmm. you got to get that right first. Yeah, because like I said <laughs> by wisdom, a house is built. So right. we understand that we that's something we should pray for. And I think even when Janelle and I, we talk sometimes, we talk about things going on in, in the news or in the culture. And especially from the things that are responses from Christians, sometimes the, the response is, you know, you know, that's not very wise, you know, or why didn't they use some wisdom with that? 
Mm-hmm. Because even though you may be right or feel you are right, right, are you thinking about the implications of the words you may say or the actions that you may do? Right. So a lot of people, I, I always say to her, I said, the person not using wisdom or, and it's and not saying that I'm so wise myself, right. but some things you see happening and it's like, if they just took a step back and not just respond and right just try away and think, or, yeah, or at all <laughs> or at all it would be a smoother transition it would be a smoother form of communication no. but it's, it's about being wise and, and having understanding is, is part of that you know we talk about truth and understanding we can have the truth but if we don't have proper understanding of the truth Mm-hmm. And then be wise enough, enough to disseminate that information or mm-hmm. to be able to communicate that to our spouse, um, to our children, or to anybody else, then you'll be doing them a disservice and you will really be not following Christ in the way that you are using your words of love, as we talked about before. Because mm-hmm. um, you can know a lot, but it's what you're going to do with the things that you know and the things which you supposedly have been revealed to you. Because we all have the revealed word of God. Mm -hmm. And we praise God for his spirit that opens our eyes to the things that he has has given in the scriptures. But how do we take that and how do we share it with our spouse? How do we share that with others so that people can see that we truly have understanding? And that Mm -hmm. understanding is done through love. Mm -hmm. So what do you think about having understanding um, of God and then understanding of you know, our spouse and our marriages? Well, I think for, you know, believers, you, you you have people that are mature believers and then you have those that are uh, not as mature. So I would say the level of understanding may be um, different, but right. we should all seek to fully understand how are we in Christ like how do we come to that that place of being like hey I'm a believer and I'm in Christ I think whether you're a mature believer or not that's something that's vital to really um understand that you are a sinner you know that we're all sinners but the difference between um those that are believers and those that are not is you know through Christ's Um, blood being shed on the cross you know and us repenting of our sins and coming to trust and believe that you know his blood covers our sins um that makes a difference in how we're gonna live um of course the word of god is very very vital to that um maturing in a christian because um, although the Holy Spirit is working and moving through us and it, it calls us back to the Lord and, in, 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 you know, as we go through life and go through different situations, um, just kind of thinking of myself personally, all the, the major things that I've probably gone through in life, um, I've come to the word of God. Like you go to him in prayer, but then you also come to his word to be like, well, Lord, what what do you have to say on this particular topic, either specifically or um, or indirectly to help me? Because, right. you know, 
when we go through situations with either our spouse or any other relationship, we're hurting, we're in pain, we want, um, we want relief, we want comfort, and you know, what a blessing, the Lord, he lets us know that he is the great comforter, right. um, and his word is also um, comforting, we know it also corrects us, um, but it helps us to grow in, um, in our thinking of what is righteous, what is right, what is wrong. And I think that's a, a good way for us to um, go through life and with having the understanding, the proper understanding of why we're here in right. this life. Um, I think we could really enjoy the life we live with our spouse the more we get to understanding what's going on, what's our role, what's our responsibility, what things we need to be doing to prepare and always being ready um, in the spiritual realm, um, but also in just life, everyday life things. We can't just separate and say, okay, I'm just thinking spiritual and, and that's it. But the spiritual and the physical man, um, when you're in Christ, it, it eventually kind of meets and there's there's a changing um, that is happening and it's such a wonderful thing to see when you see the changes in other people but um what a humbling thing it is when you see the changes in yourself right 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 and could you turn to ephesians chapter 1 verses chapter 15, one. okay 15 through 17 this is kind of going along with the ideas of, of of having understanding okay you said one mm -hmm. chapter 15, 15 through, through 17. 17 okay so for this reason, I too, having heard of the faith in the Lord Jesus, which exists among you and your love for all the saints, do not cease giving thanks for you while making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. So that's a part of that understanding we kind of went back to wisdom wisdom and understanding those two kind of go hand in hand and through wisdom you can have more understanding of who god is what's his plan for our lives which is a plan for not only us individually but plans as a couple plans as the body of christ mm. um you know getting that proper understanding and true understanding through him and it was all through Christ everything that we're going to be talking about even in this podcast everything that we're talking about how you can apply um, these little bits of, of, of information to your marriage to make your marriage better mm -hmm. and make your better or more or more secure right. is through Christ everything is done through Christ was it for Christ um, uh, coming into this world and dying for our sins and and rising from the grave None of this would be possible. Mm. The Bible says that we would be foolish. That if, if the Christ did not die for our sins, as Apostle Paul says, the same one who wrote what Janelle just read, he said we would, we, we would be the greatest of fools. Mm. That all this that we're doing would be for no avail. Mm. But he did come and he did um, submit to his father and go to the cross on our, on our behalf. Amen. People who could not do it. And because of that, he has then sent his spirit to change hearts of men so that we can have understanding of who he is and how we should live. And then ultimately how we should live with the one whom he has given us 
our spouse. Mm. So, you know, wow. that's something that is a blessing that we should be mindful of yes. when we're living this life um, with our spouse. So we definitely should seek to understand our spouse as well as we, you know, go through life with them. And I know we all kind of grow and some people maybe grow in different ways, different directions. Some people right. may seem like they're stagnant and not growing. Right. Um, but I think as we seek to grow closer with our spouse, it shouldn't be like like a long period of time that you notice like, whoa, my spouse is growing in a right. opposite direction. If you're seeking on a regular basis to come together with your spouse, you know, obviously if your spouse doesn't work for the military where they're gone or any other job where they're gone long term. And in those cases, you need to work even harder because right. you're away. You have to um, work to bring that um, unity back when y'all are together in whatever ways is best. But for those that see each other every day, um, you know, how are you connecting? Because you can literally live in the same house with somebody. Y'all go to work, go to your spaces, come back, go to bed. Y'all even sleeping in the same bed and you don't even really engage with your spouse not in right. a meaningful way to really seek to understand like what are they going through right. outside of just the home life or is something within the home life bothering them right you know whether it's the intimacy level whether it's the children whether it's getting the the house in order the yard in order cutting right. the grass so the neighbors don't um call what is it public works <laughs> on you or whatever um, you know, it's easy. And I know for us, it's easy too. It's, you know, it's happened, but you got to stay, um, prepared. You have to, um, stay ready. I think as we were talking about in our fellowship group, we kind of ended on where one of the members talked about, you know, we have to realize that there's an accuser out there. Mm. Um, one that is seeking <laughs> to kill and destroy and right. deceive and all of that. And, you know, it makes me kind of realize how some of the arguments we get into where we're upset with each other is just things that is like, this doesn't even really matter. Like you, it could be something right. like, Ultimate, yeah. You know, the air or, hi, hey, did you put on the GPS or the directions? Are you going to just try yeah. and wing it or are we just going to, you know, I mean, just little stuff that we could get our feelings um, yeah. caught up in it. And then now we're upset. We're, we kind of have That's an attitude or whatever. Yeah. Um, and you just realize like, wow, did that just really happen? Um, so we really have to just keep our minds prepared and alert to the schemes and things that are out there um and then just do a better job to love on each other love on your right. spouse even when um times might seem hard to love on them love on them anyway because you would want the same thing for yourself right and and we're going to talk about this in another podcast even right. if you're of in course. um even if you're in a relationship where you're the only christian in the home right. maybe you both were not christian you got married and you gave yourself to christ mm. have the wisdom to know let me love this person with the love of christ mm. even though they don't know who christ is because by your life and by your words and your mm. prayer and your de devotion 
to God and your devotion to your spouse, Amen. they can see the, the the love of God and the hands of God in your life, and they will they will want to know what what it is about you that's different. And prayerfully, that could be a way that you can then um, talk to them about um, uh, uh, Christ and his and his and the gospel. And so it can be a, a way for you to. Um, uh, to to build with your spouse in that type of way, but right. you have to have wisdom, and wisdom is kind of the the byline through all of this. Fear of the Lord is the beginning. Okay. <laughs> Amen. Lastly, we're going to talk about knowledge. Okay, and it's a little bit different from understanding. Understanding is basically getting a grasp, a revelation of of who God is. With knowledge, we want to be able to grow in who we know God to be. Once He has revealed Himself to us, we want to right. grow in that knowledge. And the more we know of God, the more we should revere and worship Him. Mm-hmm. It, reveal, it, it reveals that we don't know everything, and we must trust and obey Him. Mm-hmm. Um, the knowledge of God needs to be shared with our spouse, especially us men. Um, as Scripture says for men to water your wife with the Word. That's in Ephesians 5, 26. It talks mm-hmm. about how to, to water her with the Word. Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 it's kind of like a, an instruction for us as men um, we want to be the leader of a lot of things in our home. You guys say, yeah, I'm the man of the house. Right. But how are you the man of the house when it comes to um, uh, bringing the word of God to your home? Mm. And even though you may have a home where you're working a lot or you're, the, the wife is doing more with the children, you should still be the, the impetus of instruction to not only your kids, but also to your wife, helping her to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if she knows more, um, per se, you should still be one who kind of leads in that area of, of, of trying to grow in the home. Uh, you know, because we all have different abilities and we all have different um, minds when it comes to what we know about God. But we have to be willing to want to grow with our spouse um, in that. And if she knows more, ask her um, so that you can um, be on the same level. Um, Because it's it's no shame in um, knowing that, hey, this person has more knowledge than I do. I want to grow as a man in in my home so that I can be able to be able to impart things. And you will be able to impart things in your home but we should have a desire to grow in the Word of God so that we can grow, we can impart um, spiritual matters and spiritual things into our into our wives and to our children. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to say that's a really humbling thing for a man to have to, um, you know, let his wife know, like, hey, you do know more than me on this. You know, what you can, have grown what, more than me on you, this, or that you've grown more. Um, and to ask for her to show him or if there's like a book that she maybe has read, maybe saying, hey, I'll read this with you. Um, and I think as a wife, just knowing like, hey, it might be a difficult thing for your husband to be like, wow, she's um, more spiritually mature than me. Right. Um, but that still doesn't negate the fact that he's still the head of the household and he has to lead spiritually. So even right. if his wife does not give him, um, you know, the things that he might need to grow, he needs for himself to make decisions on, hey, I need to be plugged in at a church that's teaching sound doctrine. 
Um, And I also need to be reading my Bible. I need to do Bible study if I need help understanding, um, you know, Sunday school, all those different avenues where you're plugged in with support. You're plugged in with accountability. So it's not just, oh, well, I'm reading my Bible by myself and the Holy Spirit will guide me. Yes, the Holy Spirit will guide believers, but the Lord has also called us to a fellowship. There's a reason for that Um, because a lot of times we can read the Bible for for ourselves and the next day, guess what? We forget all about it. (laughs) But the good thing is having people there to... um, to check on you, to encourage you, to correct you when you go a little bit off in your understanding and interpretation. Um, and what a blessing that is. Right. And, you know, just because someone may know something more than you does not negate what you already know. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, you know, if you can come together with your wife mm-hmm. and be able to share, I think that's a part of coming together. You just... You come together so that you can um, study the Bible together, read together, um, pray together if you don't have the time for a lot of the studying aspects. Mm -hmm. Um, But we should always try and make time. And it's it's sometimes difficult and sometimes you have your own agendas and you have your own tasks that you want to do. And we allow life to get in the way. And we're not prone to that. We're not, you know, we're not exempt from that. You know, Jill and I have... You know, it's something which we both desire to do. We and we get off task a lot of times, especially when it comes to the Word of God and you know trying to find time. And I, you know, sometimes what we ultimately do is make excuses rather than um, having the understanding of and, and 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 wisdom to okay, I know this is happening. Let us make this time for us to kind of grow. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's it is humbling and it is you know even um, a, a way of discipline uh, that, that God has for us because he'll he'll remind us mm. like even me talking about this let me know that, okay wow I need to <laughs> I need to do more with Janelle I need to talk more with her because you know I, I we should enjoy talking about the things of God with our spouse mm. we should enjoy listening to words of affirmation and words of of glorification to God and uh, we should love to hear of of how the word has sparked our our spouse and have because mm. my wife she's been really growing and I've been seeing Janelle grow over the last few years and being in her Bible every single day and it's just it's 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 you I look over from my 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 desk when I'm at work and I see her and I just see her just digging in I'm like wow and it's it, it's it's humbling because it makes me okay I need to do more and. I need to, you know, grow as she is growing because she's growing in her knowledge and she not only has um, the different type of, of books that she's reading, she has women of God who's able to pour into her because the Bible even talks about that in Titus, how older women will feed into younger women. So then she could then be able to do the same thing like for our daughter and other people whom she have under her who may want to grow in their relationship with God. So that is a very um, humbling aspect to seeing my wife grow that I need to get on top of it and, and grow also and to do more so that I can learn more of the Lord so I can grow in my um, knowledge not so it can puff me up so I can say how smart I am wow. but 
um, as because the Bible says, you know, you're not going to boast in yourself, you boast in the Lord. Mm-hmm. So, but I can grow so that I can be able to understand more of the scriptures, so I'd be able to, um, you know, d- um, talk about it more with my wife, talk about it more with my kids, be able to break it down for our children so they can understand it in the way that, that, that they can. So you have to then study, the Bible says, study to show yourself approved. So if we're going to study to show ourselves approved, we have to make sure that we are um, putting ourselves in the, um, the, the place that we need to be to grow. And in Proverbs 1, verses, verse 7, it really uh, gives a, another verse to kind of talk about um, the knowledge. It says um, in Proverbs 1, 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. And that's something Janelia mentioned before, how, you know, the fear of the Lord is, is wisdom and knowledge. And, yeah, the first thing we need to know is that God is God. And God is, you know, eternal. And He is omnipotent. And He is, all His attributes speak of how high and glorious and holy He is. And because of understanding that, brings both um, wisdom and knowledge so it's something we need to be mindful of at first and then it goes on further um also in psalms 119 verses um 66 there's another verse that um, really helps us to psalm 119 yes psalm 119 um, verse 66 okay it says teach me good discernment and knowledge for I believe in your commandments and that's something we should pray that's a prayer you know mm-hmm. teach me um, good so, discernment and knowledge yes you know because I believe in your commandments you know we believe in the commandments of God but even his word so we should be praying that he'll teach us to have good discernment and knowledge mm-hmm. and that will help us then to like I said discernment that's the that's a good aspect of, of knowledge and of mm-hmm. wisdom because we have discernment that will allow you to then know what to say, when to say it, how to say it, mm. and um, and if to say it, <laughs> and, and even if to say it. Because sometimes the, the the best thing to say is nothing at the mm. time. Sometimes you have to be able to hold your tongue at certain times, or mm. wait for a better time to say something. And that's something that takes discernment, takes wisdom um, to do that. And mm. that's something which we should definitely be on the forefront of our minds. Mm. And I guess just not wisdom in itself, because I think we could use that word to just be like, you know, I'm mature, I have more experience. And experience, you know, definitely is helpful um, because, you know, if you know you did it wrong the last time, hopefully, Mm -hmm. you know, it'll come to remembrance when something similar happens that you're like, okay, I know this happened last time. Let me be a little cautious um, a little wise in, in how I approach it. But I think when we think wisdom is not just, you know, only my experience, but also looking at the word of God, as I, I think about the choices I make, I should be reasoning within my mind as to well, what does God's word say on on, on whatever it is. And, you know, sometimes we do have to make quick decisions. I don't like making quick decisions, but, um, but at times there are times where we can say, you know what, Lord, I really don't know. No, let me pray about this. Um, because I don't know in certain situations and I'm not sure, 
Um, but in all in all, just knowing that we can trust God and because we could trust him, the wisest thing for us to do is to obey his word, Right. you know, obey what his word, um, says, um, trust that, you know, what he says about us and salvation and our salvation being secured in Christ, mm. um, us repenting of our sins, us being renewed and transformed, um, into a new being, a new creation for Christ, for God's glory. Like if we can think on those things and trust, um, believe it and obey it, then, you know, it will make those difficult times that come not seem as difficult. We, we, we will know how to maneuver it through prayer, through trusting God, through knowing that God already has it worked out. And like you say, with a storm, usually the storm is not lasting all the ways, you know, the next day usually is bright shining as if Hey, no storm happened last night, except if you go outside and maybe it was a really rough one. And you'll see the Um, results of the storm. Right. But in general, we could trust that God always, always will have us. And another thing is that not only with this knowledge and wisdom that you have, you have knowledge and wisdom of God, Mm -hmm. but through the scriptures, you understand that trouble will come. Right. So you already have in your mind, we know there's going to be tough times. We know there's going to be difficult times. How can we prepare right. Right. beforehand, before something happens? What can we do? Um, it's, it's like insurance, you know, <laughs> which I know we, Janelle and I, we insurance. talked about that. We had to talk about life insurance, Different stuff like insurance. that. But what can you do beforehand to protect your marriage from anything happening? Right. And that's about thinking ahead. That's about knowing the situation because the Bible even teaches us about things that's going to come. Right. It tells us that problems are going to come. It tells us that struggles are going to come. It tells us that we're going to be hated because we love Jesus. You know, it tells us about that. So it's not nothing that we come into, we should not come into the things unaware. Right. And we know that scripture gives us wisdom and knowledge so that we can then be aware of our surroundings and the situation that we're living in, even here in 2021. So even if you listen to this a hundred years from now, yes, we were going through situations here and they were going to situations a hundred years before us and a thousand years before that. <laughs> so the thing is, Only how, they didn't have Wi-Fi. Yeah, they didn't have <laughs> Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. But how are we still going to, how are we going to deal with that? How are we going to um, uh, address those things beforehand? Mm-hmm. And and doing this is helping to fortify our home. It's helping right. to protect our home. Because when you do this ahead of time, or where you're at, um, if you're at a place where you're, there's no issues in your home, then do a, uh, an inspection of your home, an introspection of your home, uh, uh, to see where you're at. What what can we do to make sure that our house is secure? How do we need to build each other up? You know, with the words of love. How can we get grab, grab a greater understanding of who God is, so that we can be. So that we could then add upon that the knowledge of him from further reading the scripture, further delving into his word and further conversing with our spouse and growing for our spouse. We don't want to grow apart. We want to grow together. So the only way right. we can grow together is y'all have to um, study the word together. You need to talk together. You need to walk together. You need to do things together. So that's something to be mindful of when it comes to securing this home that you have upon that foundation that was already built on the word of God and effective communication and in and in the gospel. So we want to definitely make sure 
to keep those walls secure by growing um, daily with our spouse in love and in the knowledge and, and wisdom of God. Amen. So we hope this has helped you in this episode of Word um, of a Love Worth Dying For. <laughs> Had the word on my head, words on my head. And we hope that it, it, it definitely will give you some of the things you need to think about and talk to your spouse about when it comes to securing your home and protecting it and fortifying your marriage by the word of God. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. And remember, there is hope for your marriages and families through Jesus. For Love Worth Dying For, this is Joseph. And Janelle Banks. Have a great day. God bless. Thank you for listening to A Love We're Dying For. Make sure to check out our previous episodes and follow us on our social media platforms. Leave a comment, like, and most importantly, share our podcast. Let's continue the conversation and live to make our marriages truly a love worth dying for. Grace and peace.